Hey everyone, welcome to the Angry Sun's Out. Um, as always, I'm Alex. I'm Sato. And sometimes I'm Sean. And uh, in addition to our regular crew, we actually have a special guest this week. Oh, it's you want me to Maximus. talk? You want me to talk before you're going to introduce me? Okay. Hello, everybody. I wonder if I sound different here. But I'm hanging out with my bros in Vancouver for a little bit. We, f- we flew in a guest all the way from Israel for this podcast. That's right. Uh, yeah, if you are familiar, Maximus is a friend of the channel. He has his own YouTube channel where he does uh, some Let's Plays and some uh, game analysis content. He's done a ton of great Hades guides. Uh, so if you're interested in leveling up your Hades game, be sure to check those out. And as an attestment, I started playing Hades, and thanks to Maximus's awesome content, I was able to feel like a boss instead of getting my head beat in by the bosses. So thank you, Maximus. Your uh, your expert tutorials definitely paved the way for better gaming in Hades. Man, I really appreciate the formal, like, full name, guys, but I am just mad. Like, it's not like this is a secret identity or something like that. It's the first half of the name. <laughs> I'm sure people who watch me are like, oh yeah, that's him. Listen, yeah, okay. if Superman... Matt on YouTube, <laughs> who are you going to find? Superman can hide his identity with a pair of glasses. You can do it with the Simmus. You can, you can hide your identity with <laughs> Mr. Simmus. Simmus. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we, we've all been very content with your content. That's very good. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so, uh, yeah, if you're interested in Hades or some fun Let's Plays, uh, check out Matsmus, Matt at Matsmus. <laughs> Matsmus on YouTube that's not the military channel. That one. It'll be good. Yeah. Um, we have him linked as a friend of the show on our YouTube channel, Angry Sun Zone. Uh, so you can check that link as well. Yeah. Anyway, getting into today's episode. Uh, first up, we're going to have some... Uh, commentary on the latest Halo release, Halo Infinite. Uh, the single player is not out yet, but the multiplayer is uh, an amazing dumpster fire, we think. I don't know. We'll find out. And no, it's an expensive dumpster fire. A it's a free-to-play dumpster fire. It's a, it's a well-designed free-to-play dumpster fire. Um, yeah, and then we're also going to be getting in... After that, we're going to be getting into some discussion about... Uh, sort of war, uh, card, card type mechanics and dice type mechanics in video games, uh, which has been trending for a while, and it's it's very it's quite interesting. You know, it's like we don't need those mechanics in video games. It, ostensibly, video games are there to automate those processes and put them out of our minds, and yet we brought them back. Why? Because they're fun and stylish, but we'll get into that later. That's right. First, we have Halo Infinite. Uh, the game that makes me wish I played anime bullshit instead. Uh, Are you going to go on forever about this one? Oh, dear lord. Okay. Hey, they, made, they, they must have made a Halo anime by now. They have? Yes. <laughs> Therefore, it is, it is anime bullshit. Okay. So, Halo Infinite. Uh... 343 has been making this game for a while, and they kind of promised the moon when it comes to uh, the single-player content for this game. They're really trying to push it as, like, this is, like, a really definitive Halo experience. 
Uh, the game was originally thought to be launching with the new Xbox Series X, whatever they ended up calling that new console, uh, but it ended up getting delayed for a year. Uh, so the campaign is supposed to come out early December, but they released the multiplayer three weeks early. Now, this was really interesting that they did this because uh, Call of Duty and Battlefield both came out around the same time, or like a uh, week or two ago, to a pretty tepid response. So the fact that they released the multiplayer early uh, is like a really like... They're trying to capitalize on it, I think, and I mean, uh, it's dogging. and it's it's working for them amazingly. Like, yeah, I mean, the I, game had like over two hundred fifty thousand concurrent players on Steam alone. Yeah, I don't know uh, if you guys have been following the sort of uh, internet commentary, but in general, uh, the buzz seems to be that uh, Battlefield is terrible, like just bug ridden and unfinished. And they started with them. They started with a battle royale and switched mid development, probably. And uh, the game <laughs> suffers from that lack of coherence in terms of the design. And then the COD game just doesn't. No one seems to care. Yeah, it's like, all right, guys, we're going back to World War Two. Whoa! <laughs> didn't yeah. didn't the series come become popular because they stopped doing World War Two? <laughs> And yeah. went to modern warfare. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Whereas Halo, I mean, there's a lot of complaints, but the complaints are not about the gameplay mostly. Oh, I have complaints about the gameplay. <laughs> I'm excited to hear this. Most of the yeah, mo most of the people online are much more outraged at the uh, the free the play monetization. Aspect, I'm gonna leave that for later. I'm gonna talk. Let, I'm gonna start by talking about the meat of the Halo, and. I'm going to do a compliment open face sandwich here where I'm going to say the things I like about it and then all the things I don't like about it. Unfortunately, this is going to be like the equivalent of putting a single slice of deli turkey on top of an entire French loaf uh, because there's only like two things I like about this game so far and the rest <laughs> is garbage. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, usually the sandwich comment, uh, the sandwich technique of of providing feedback, you know, you're supposed to have bread on bread on both sides. But you ran out of bread. It sounds like in this case it's going to be deli meat on bread and then yeah, slapped in the face kind of thing with the I back end. So yeah, just like an entire roast turkey on a piece of uh, on a piece of biscotti somehow. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Real talk. Would you rather get slapped in the face by a hand or slapped in the face by someone holding bread and? Daily meats in that hand. Is it are there condiments? That's a good one. More importantly, is it a day old baguette? Because that's harder than a hand. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that could oof. that could now, crack a skull. If, if if you take a biscotti and you stuff it inside a turkey, is that technically a turkey covered biscotti? No, your turkey's just ready to be dipped in coffee. Then, yeah, perfect. Speaking of which, we are recording this on Turkey Day USA. <laughs> Woo, Turkey Day USA, day you know, off for Americans! I, I forgot. I forgot they have Weird Turkey Day. Yeah. Depends who you ask. Sometimes we have Weird Turkey Day. Hey, we always have ours on a Monday, therefore we always get a three-day weekend. Oh, yeah. Who did it better? I mean, they have a four-day this, this time, so you know, there's that. That's only some places. Only the smart places that are allowing the Friday off, too. But, I mean, Black Friday... All of retail gets fucked. 
Which brings us back to gaming. Yes. And e-commerce of Halo Infinite. Okay. So, things that I like about Halo Infinite. A, grappling hooks. Grappling hooks are an awesome video game thing. And yes. this game has them. And you can grapple onto places in the environment. You can also grapple onto enemies. And then oh, you nice. zoom forward and then punch them in the face. And that yep. feels very satisfying. That's very so good. That's, that's pretty awesome. It's like a Batman move. Yeah. Uh, secondly, uh, the first, like, real match I played, uh, by the end of it, like, my hands were shaking a little bit. Like, there's definitely room in my life for one of these very, like, visceral, competitive, first-person shooter experiences. Like, after the first match, I was like, yeah! Uh, but after that, the more I touched it, the more the flaws came out. Uh, so, this game feels more designed by committee than any <laughs> game I've played recently. Oh, no. Like, oh, God. it really feels like they made this game with no great direction. <laughs> and it's, it's one of the things that I find in bigger games a lot, where it's just like, when you work in a bigger company... It's way easier to make the assumption that somebody else knows about X problem or somebody else, you know, is aware of something or somebody else has a vision for this thing that is being getting done. But that's not always the case. So it feels like there's just been a lot of crosswires here. Uh, for example, um, they released the multiplayer with four playlists that you can play. Uh, 4v4, 12v12. Uh, 4v4, humans versus bots, and ranked. So there's no free-for-all that they launched with. Really? Oh, that's weird. Yeah, despite free-for-all being, you know, one of the staple game modes of Halo in every other Halo. I mean, free-for-all is just the most fun way to play. Yeah, so from this, I gather, okay, they're obviously pushing towards a more team-focused game, right? Sure. Voice chat is disabled by default. Yeah, what? I remember hearing about that. What? Yeah, it's not even push to talk. It's just straight disabled. You have to go into the options and enable uh, yourself to voice chat to other people. Wow. So it's like, okay. So that you doesn't ma- even make sense. Yeah, so you make the, it, it, this like extremely team-focused playlist with extremely team-focused modes. Like, remember, Halo is like big on Capture the Flag. There's yep. a there's a lot of capture the flag modes and other modes that really involve you needing to communicate with your team. But the default is that nobody's going to communicate with their team. Of the, you know, five or six multiplayer matches I had played, I didn't hear a single voice. Wow. That's so, crazy. But I mean, at least it's an option, right? You can still turn it back on. Yeah, you can turn it on. That's weird. I mean, <laughs> it's off by default. I mean, that is so weird. And it's buried in an options menu where you have to scroll down. Yeah, but it's still better than the new Battlefield where there is no squad chat. <laughs> like, at least it's just, okay, well, maybe in an update they'll switch like, to the Like, where, where does this like design decision come from? I have to wonder. Like, is that mostly them trying to be risk-averse? It's gotta be, like, anti-toxicity. Yes. Like, oh, we just don't want them to talk to each other in this multiplayer shooter game. Like, oh, that's that's our direction. This 100%. Like, it's like, not gonna stop. It's not gonna stop. Especially if you turn it on stop. later anyway. Yeah. Like, if you want to shit talk, you're gonna figure out how to do it. Yeah, so this is People like... do that with fucking emotes. You think they can't check a setting to yeah. talk? Although, I think... 
I think one of the funniest things I saw was I saw this this post where it was from obviously someone a bit younger, and they were they were asking why people were twerking over their corpse. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's they, that's fantastic. They didn't know what teabagging was, and I'm like, oh my god! You fresh summer daisy, <laughs> yeah, you sweet innocent child. Oh, that's oh hilarious. my lord. It's a very weird decision, and also, uh, playing as the bots, the bots are brain-dead stupid. Oh, yeah? You and, uh. and that's really disappointing, because one of the things that Halo has really prided itself on has been, like, enemy AI. They've really, like, especially in the older days, um, like, pushed that as, like, yes, our AI systems are, like, really dynamic, and, like, enemies will try and flank you and stuff like that. These bots are moronic. I've literally seen bots running into walls. Oh, no. and, not, and, and, and not even, like, you know, partitions and, like, waist-high walls in the environment. I mean, like, against, like, the gigantic, like, wall uh, that demarcates that this is the end of the level. Dang. And, uh, the... It's really funny, too, because... The novice bots, like the easiest bots, are just like they can't shoot worth shit yeah. unless they get a needler. In which case, you're fucked <laughs> because the needler has lock on fire. Yeah. So they made so when they're designing these bots, they make okay. Well, we wanted to design them so they they're not outputting too much damage, and all they did was give it accuracy debuff. They didn't like give a rate of fire debuff for the needler, which is how you would balance yeah. that for a rookie ass bot. <laughs> but I mean, did, did Halo Needler well, murder bots? Oh my god. <laughs> Just the sewing crew rolling up. Um, did Halo multiplayer have bots before? I don't remember if, like, Free For All and so base I've, had bots. So I've, I haven't played Halo 5. Uh, so it's okay. It's, very few people have, it, I'm sure. Yeah, it, I mean, it came up exclusively for Xbox One, so that's why I didn't play it. Uh, so it's, it's difficult to say if they put bots in there. Um... But in the other ones, I don't remember it in, like... I think Halo 3 I played the most multiplayer, and I never really played, never really played that much multiplayer. I, I don't believe there were bots back then. Um, I don't think and, so. I mean, putting bots in is becoming a very, very popular thing. Now, a lot of games will actually... The first few multiplayer games you play against, they will pair you against bots and hide the fact that you're playing against bots. Oh. To make you feel better because you're doing super well. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. I had an experience with a battle royale. It was the spell casting battle royale. I'm trying to remember that name. Uh, spell Spellbreakers? Spellbreakers. And that was the experience for me. And I only felt like a genius for a very few moments before I realized what was happening. And yeah. after that, I was like, this is this is just some, some baby-ass hand-holding right here. Yeah, it's like... It's, yeah, games now are just, like, trying as many psychological tricks as they can to make you engage with them, which we'll get to that later on when I talk about the free-to-play aspects of this game, but I have some more shit to go through. Uh, so, the maps. Okay. The visual clarity in these maps is as low as it's ever been in a Halo game. Now, you know ODST? Uh, well, I mean, okay, in a competitive, in, like, the competitive multiplayer. Okay. Uh, I mean, and, I mean, the visual clarity in ODST was a bit rough just because, like, it's nighttime all the time. <laughs> uh, so, if you remember back to all the classic Halo games, aka the Bungie Halo games, yep. all those maps, like, the textures were very flat. 
there weren't a lot of bits and bobs in the levels that were, like, cluttering up space. Because in Halo, the weapons are on the battlefield. You have to find them and pick them up. You need to be able to see them, you know, to play effectively. This isn't like a Battlefield or a Call of Duty where you pick a loadout, that's what you have, unless you, for whatever reason, pick up an enemy's kit. So, for the first couple matches that I played, I didn't see a single weapon that I could pick up. Wow. Like, I just, in normal play, I, they, I just did not see them. I was looking for them, and I couldn't find them. Huh. And I was playing a couple maps on uh, Bazaar, which is the map that they're pushing the most. This is the map that defaults on when you want to make a custom game. And before you say, oh, it starts with a B, it's alphabetical order, there's a map that starts with an A, so screw you. Haha. I checked that shit. <laughs> Weird. Uh, so they, so this is clearly like the map that they want to put forward. And all the guns are on the walls. Which uh -oh. they've only done like huh. one or two times that I remember in older Halo games. They've always been on the ground. Yep. No, two, two had weapon racks, at least in the first little bit. I don't remember them much in the multiplayer maps. Oh, though. yeah. No, sorry. I'm like the, single player. Yeah, single player, yes. Um, but these aren't weapon racks anyway. I mean, in Infinite, the, well, they're, they're just like weapon, you know, Terminal is just like one little thing on the wall with one weapon on them. Oh, and so it's like the Call of Duty style where it's like the chalk outline on the wall kind of thing? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, and that's actually funny. The only time... The thing that made me realize that the weapons were spawning on the walls was because when somebody takes a weapon from the wall, uh, it doesn't... It, like, shows a ghostly outline of the weapon that was on the wall. And that's actually more noticeable than the actual weapon being on the wall. <laughs> like, they don't do a good job at all of making it, like, shiny or, or like, pop out or, like, a little tooltip of just, like, the little gun icon or a little text that, hey, there's a fucking weapon here. Uh, until you... Like, it shimmers a little bit when you get fairly, really close to it, but that's about it. And as well... And... and it's really weird that they did that because the equipment that they give you is on the ground and it's like floating above a little an orb that has light on it and there's a little icon showing you what equipment it is. That's very visible. But the weapons themselves just aren't. Except for um, they spawn uh, what they call the power weapons like later okay. on in the match. And that, it straight up tells you, there's always some text on the fucking screen that tells you where this is. So, they really want to make it so, like, alright, the power weapon's about to spawn, so let's, you know, incentivize everybody to go there, I guess. Which... To cause mayhem? I suppose, but in those older Halo games, you, like, after playing a map for a couple times, you know where, like, a fucking energy sword spawns. Yep. It spawns right away, so you can go there right away. And it's, I don't know, it feels like they're trying to direct the action in a way that makes me not like it as much because I'm a, I'm a rebel, man. I don't get, I don't like getting told what to do. But beyond that, this, this map, Bazaar, it's, it's not a Halo map. It doesn't feel like a Halo map. It feels like a Call of Duty map. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Because it's, it's called Bazaar. It's literally a desert bazaar. And, like, when you think about... Halo maps, you think about 
you know, alien structures, alien ships, or very like, you know, hard hard side outposts, hard side like future outposts, and yeah, like, or like out- ruins maybe. Maybe yep. even ruins, but for the most part, it's like you know, rocky outcrop, like snowy place. Like it's very like either you're in nature with a couple alien shit screwed about, or you're like fully encased in alien stuff. Yeah, this is just like, why is this here? Unless this is a location in the campaign, which from what little I've seen of the campaign, it doesn't look like. Why would they? make this? Why would they spend the time developing a bunch of assets to go in, like, a desert bazaar setting? It's so alien to Halo, which is supposed to be about aliens. Yeah. And it's got all the tropes of those kind of maps that I hate. Um, It's got that stupid, like, archway gate with the two doors that are, like, slightly open, but you can't move Uh, at all to uh, create that, like, really artificial sightline blocking that I fucking hate. Oh, no. And it's... I played this map a, a fair few times, and I just hated it. Um, it's not the worst map, though. The worst map is... Uh, I think it's called Streets. And uh, I, I'm i playing this game on PC with an R9 390, which is... It's like a six-year-old card, but this is a free-to-play game, so ideally it should be, you know, let people play on these older cards, and on every other map that I played, I was able to play on high, and the game ran fine. On this map, I was chugging at low. Wow. wow. Damn. Because they, they, again, they made this city, and they made it look, you know, like cyberpunkish. They put the fucking, like, wet pavement that you have to have, like a bunch of neon lights, a bunch of crap on the walls everywhere, and a bunch of effects that Again, muddy the visual clarity of this, you know, competitive shooter where you're trying to find weapons and shoot dudes. Uh, so my game just ran like garbage. That seems really out of place in terms of the yeah. aesthetic of Halo too. Yeah, like a cyberpunk city that that's not Halo at all. I, again, yeah, it's not. So I'm just like, why? <laughs> why did they make this one of the fucking levels? A fair question. Yeah, and like, even even and, in even in the even in the Halo levels that are kind of like cities. They're not like they're very amped. Like they're they're like big, open, like like harsh, like alien architecture city. Either alien architecture right? or just like brutalist human architecture. Yeah, yeah or, or just yeah, brutalism. Uh, like if there's a human city in Halo, I expect it to basically look like a, a grand palace of a dictatorship that hates people. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, just like really wide streets that you can drive warthogs, <laughs> warthogs down and some weird walkways. That's what I expect from a Halo city. But as well, like what this map and the bizarre map do really poorly is that they just have a bunch of like stuff on the wall, stuff strewn about that, again, mess with the visual clarity. And it's, these levels were like over-designed in a weird way, which... Like, if you've ever watched certain anime, you'll see certain characters be over-designed, and it's just like, oh my god, why did you put, like, 17 belts on this character? <laughs> like, this is the Tetsuya Nomura of uh, level design going on here. It's insane. Well, yeah, it just sounds like what you said, where it's a Call of Duty level. Because, yeah, Halo has always been super clean. And the multiplayer yeah. maps, they don't mm-hmm. have junk around. Like, you might have, like, 
a box. Yeah, or like a cart like a, like a player-sized box that's clearly like an obstacle that yeah. you can work around. Not like yeah. a hedge to run through or any of that yeah. shit. Yeah, if I think back to even my experiences with, I think Halo 3 was peak for me, mm-hmm. and even on those smaller maps where it was indoors, um, I feel like the, the, the focus on those earlier maps made by Bungie was actually quite a bit the flow of combat. And that was what they focused on. And then in those cases, those small spaces did not feel like Counter-Strike or anything else, really. Um, it was a combination of that, of, of knowing what to expect from your environment and from the enemy teams that you were facing, or at least making assumptions about who yeah, you were totally. facing. Yeah, totally. And those maps were incredibly uh, easy to learn yeah. because of their layouts and the, the fact that they were just so clean. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Halo map to me, like a cramp, like the closest thing to a like close quarters indoor map in Halo, it doesn't feel like, like a, a march through a combat zone in buildings. It feels like the duel of fates. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like it's, it's like you're restricted in your movement. Yes. But also, you know, you've got like these long corridors connecting larger spaces. There's often multi-level, uh, there's multi-level structures that you can shoot up and down across the different levels. Like that's not an actual, that's not how real buildings are generally constructed anywhere. And it's not what like a call of duty level feels like at all. So that they would that they would ruin that sort of design design principle seems like a, a huge mistake. Yeah, and there's a couple other things with the maps that are very strange. So they, like I mentioned with the grappling hook earlier, they really wanted to put an emphasis on movement in this game because you know uh, it's been a, a pretty long time since you know Halo has been like on top of the fucking world, and shooters have only gone faster and faster since then. Uh, you look at, you know, Call of Duty and, you know, a bunch of movement options. You look at Apex. Apex is an extremely fast game with a lot of movement. Well, just look at something like Splitgate where it's freaking Call of Duty with portals. Yeah, and then, and then that's even more on the Dare extreme. I say Temple Run is a movement-based game. Totally. <laughs> uh, so they made it so that um, when you jump, you can, like, clamber over walls. Mantle, yeah. Yeah, mantling. They call it clambering. Um... This is one of the stupidest design decisions I've seen in a long time because it doesn't make it faster; it makes it slower. Really? If well, if you think about Halo, Halo is all about them floaty jumps. Yeah. So the levels were designed in a way that if you wanted to jump onto a platform, you just jumped onto the fucking platform. You didn't jump and then go into like a, a second of animation to get onto the goddamn platform. You just went on the fucking platform. Or you bounced off. Yeah. Or you bounced off and then. Usually and, died. And then, well, that means that you're bad at the movement and need to get better. Like, Halo's always been a very deliberate game. Um, like, the time to kill has always been way longer than other arena shooters. And the time to kill in this one is comparable with those old Halo games. It still feels great. Uh, so, making it faster is making it worse, in my opinion. It's making it less unique. And also, they put in that clamber, but I still died in a situation where I got stuck on a shin-high wall <laughs> when I was oh. running. <laughs> oh my god. And uh, and again, it's it's a thing where that shin-high wall, like, the fact that I got stuck on it is bad enough. The fact that it's even there is worse to me, though. Because again, it, it speaks to the 
to these levels not being clean. They're just putting geometry everywhere because they have the pixel count, because they can. Because they have the polygon count or whatever. So, it the overall feel of the game, it just doesn't feel that much like Halo to me. And I guess if I want classic Halo, there's the Master Chief Collection, I can just play that. Like, they're calling this Halo Infinite, they took off the numbers, they're clearly trying to reinvent itself, but I just think they've went in so many bad directions on it. And the worst direction is the free-to-play aspects of these games, oh, because, oh my god. Okay, story time. The last time I played Halo 4, solo online, uh, I had a daily challenge to complete three regicide matches in the top three. I won the second and third match I played. I spent the next two hours trying to get into the top three again. I was just constantly getting fourth every single time. And by the end of it, I'm like, what am I fucking doing? This is... I'm not having fun. Yeah. I'm wasting my time playing this mode that's not my favorite mode in this game to try and complete this daily challenge that they're, that they're giving to me. And... Yeah, I just stopped playing that game unless I was playing with friends after that point. And that's something that I really... It's a really weird thing that has started happening where a lot of games feel like the progression aspects of it are getting in the way of the fun instead of enhancing it. Yeah. Where, like, when I played old competitive shooters, when I played, you know, a bunch of... Halo 3, or even, even Battlefield, and Battlefield is leveling up. Like, I played it because it was fun and I wanted to play it. Yeah, so, like, I I think Battlefield's a great comparison. Because I think about, like, 2142 and Bad Company 2, and, like, the progression systems in those, where, like, you had to unlock pretty much the whole loadout for every class. Yeah. Like, it was actually kind of annoying when you first start because you it was start... Very annoying. You didn't level up fast enough in those games. You didn't let... Yeah, no. you really didn't. And... But also, uh, you know, it was a bit... You felt a bit underpowered initially. And you didn't feel like you're, you were even playing your particular class right from the get-go. But what I will say is that that deliberate progression exposed you to the full range of the weaponry in the game in such a way that you were forced to try everything out, more or less. Like, and I I think that there's something to that, like, as a progression mechanic, even in a multiplayer game, of doing the unlock system in a way that players are fully exposed to all of their options. Because it's very easy, and we've talked about this before, it's very easy for players, when they have all the options from the get-go, to kind of, like, pick something that they sort of like and then get locked into it without experimenting. True. You know what? Let me take you back a ways. Or perhaps far into the future. Battlefield 2142. I was just... That's what we were just talking about. It was literally one of the ones I said. You know what? I thought you were saying 2042. No. No, we've established no one likes that game. (laughs) First five minutes. Thank you, Battlefield Naming Conventions. You are... Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, another also, game... just random side now, going backwards in the timeline. Come on, yay. <laughs> yeah, come on. What's this, this Terminator? But another game that kind of got muddled by this, uh, that I think is a really good example of this, is actually the uh, Vermintide series so well. Mm-hmm. Which, if anybody listening who hasn't played it, Vermintide is basically uh, a melee 
version of Left 4 Dead. And a really boiled down simplistic view. But it's extremely fun in the Warhammer universe. And the first game, it was just, you are a character. That character's abilities is just the type of weapons they have to swing around. And that was it. And then, and that was great. Fantastic. I played the crap out of that game. And then the second one came out. And every character had different classes, different levels, all the weapons leveled up and everything. And it just, it's so hard to get into um, for new players to the point where even me, who I've got uh, over 100 hours in it, I've got classes that aren't leveled up and I just don't play those classes. Because it's like, well, I can play this weaker character where I don't have as much freedom to design stuff and like interact with the game. Or I can just play the characters I already have. And I tend to think in multiplayer that Progression stuff like that doesn't really work. I think it should be locked into cosmetics mostly. Just because you end up... It's such a big gate to get through, yeah. you know? Or, if, or it, if you're going to do a system like that, like, do it in a way where you don't level up specific characters. Like, did, did you find the progression with those individual characters satisfying when you were doing them? The first, the first two or three characters that were, like, my favorites, yes. And then I buy one, the variety of the other characters, and it's like, well, I don't have them leveled up, so yeah, I can't. Yeah, so then you have to grind. But yeah. if, you know, you just, say, level up, and for every level up you get, you unlock that level for all the characters. Maybe that's a decent way of doing it. It gives you the best of both worlds. Yeah. I think it depends on the game. It depends on the game a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think a rapid progression system that's kind of tuned to basically give you time with the different weapons as you're unlocking them. Like, I think that that can be good. Well, we might talk about this a little bit later anyway. on the next topic. I know we'll get back to Halo here in a second, but in terms of the progression tree, I find for myself, as soon as I max out that progression tree, a lot of my interest in the game is gone. Because a lot of what's keeping me in games these days is, okay, what's the next thing? What's the interesting thing to look forward to? What's the new tool to change how I'm playing this, right? Well, fine, as soon as I hit the end of that progression tree, it's like, okay, I have all the abilities, or I have all the weapons, or whatever, the variety is. It's like, okay, well, I'm pretty much done. Like, right. there's, yeah. no, there's nowhere to go up from there, you know and what you I know, mean? I, I feel like, honestly, part of that is, if that's the way you feel about a game, I feel like that that game is probably not that good. I disagree. I just, I still think it's very good. It's just, that's... Uh, for myself, that's the type of game where I like to be, is I'm okay, more well, of an explorer of mechanics. In terms of multiplayer games. Yeah, multiplayer is something else. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Because we're talking about because we're talking about progression in multiplayer games here. At least that's what I'm thinking of, right? Well, the only times when I see progression in multiplayer games, I usually don't like it if it's PvP, because it's like, oh good, that means I'm gonna be even at more of a disadvantage not being a PvP player. Yeah. I mean, in theory, in theory, when you're doing systems like that, it should be well balanced enough that you're that it's more of a like you're unlocking side grades. Yeah. Although, yeah, sometimes that's definitely messed up. Which is why I think cosmetics is honestly a good option of unlocks and progression. Yeah. It's like, hey, that guy's yeah. played six hundred hours of that game, and dang it, he looks like it. Yeah. But he sleeps in the same gut as me. I will stand. I will stand by. Like, I think it's it's good in the sense that it can help orient players. Right. Because if you go into a game and you have a hundred guns to choose from, how on earth are you, like, a lot of people are just going to be intimidated, right? Whereas if you unlock the game and you start with, you know, two guns per class, and then, you know, you have to unlock all the guns in a class-based way, then you could yeah. still, you could still have a hundred guns in that game. Like, I don't know how many guns were in Battlefield, say, 2142 or... 
I think there was like 10 guns in that. No, there's more than 10. Or Bad yeah. Company 2. Or... Well, 2142, there were, were actually okay, like maybe a, 20, not that many guns. Maybe but, that was a bad but, 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 but pretty much every other Battlefield game, yes. Yeah, so bad guns. Company 2 had quite a number of guns. But because of the way you unlock them, I felt like I gave every gun a fair shot. Which I absolutely did not do in like some other shooters. But how? But back take, to Halo Infinite, is there a progression system or is it just this daily quest thing? Uh... These dailies and weeklies level up your battle pass. So there's no... Progr- I mean, it's it's Halo. It's a Marine issue. You pick up the fucking weapons in the in the world. Okay, so, good. So, so you, you're, not, you're not leveling up to gain uh, gameplay-relevant things. You're just gaining cosmetics. Yeah, I think uh, that's... Yeah, and I think that's that's something I I like a bit about Halo. Is that Halo's really taken the sort of real old-school approach to, like, how you work with your weaponry, right? Yeah, weaponry, yes. It's not taking an old-school approach, though, with how you deal with your cosmetics. <laughs> because I remember back to Halo 2, and one of the coolest things that they uh, introduced in that uh, to use for the online multiplayer was the fact that you customized your you customize your armor color, you customize your emblem. Yeah. You had all these different parts for your emblem, and you can customize all the different colors however much you wanted. And they, you know, they kept that forward. And then Halo 3, they introduced, like, armor pieces that you got for completing, you know, challenges in the game. Like, beating the game on Legendary or doing the fucking, all those fucking recon uh, quests oh that I never completed because it was impossible to get four people together for Firefight. Uh, and then they, you know, brought it into standard, you know, play the game, unlock cosmetics, but they still had that core of, like, hey, you know what? All this stuff is available to you as long as you play long enough, and there's still a g- good amount of base-level customization you can do with your armor colors, with your emblems. In Infinite, they it's a free-to-play game, and they went with a battle pass, so fuck you. Oh, uh, no. You, you want to customize all your armor colors? No. You get color sets. Oh. And you get, like... Eight just like plain ass color sets to begin with, and if you want fancier ones that look better, you gotta fucking unlock them or pay for them. And the unlock them after paying for battle pass, you mean? Potentially, yes. There is a free version of the battle pass, but it doesn't look like it gets you all that much. But yeah, just like you know, pay for this battle pass if you want all these cosmetics, and it's like fine. I'm okay with that concept in a lot of games, but. To me, Halo has, like, at least let me customize my fucking emblem and color however the fuck I want. Don't put, don't just make these more boxes to tick on the progression train of buy, 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 buy these micro, micro, micro transactions. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really frustrating when a game series has these, these features and then they just get, they get removed because the company knows they can make more money. Yeah, it's really disappointing. Um... And, like, this is fucking Halo, and it's Microsoft. It's gonna make the money. You don't need to nickel and dime people this much for for this game. Like, it's been extremely hyped. It's really the only... I mean, outside the fact that every game on the Xbox One pretty much comes to PC now, it's one of the biggest console games they have for these new console... for that new console... Like, it's gonna do amazing. Like, you don't have to worry about that. But they... More money, more money, more money. And another thing. 
cosmetics in a first-person shooter. You don't see your character. <laughs> no. This is kind of a stupid concept for the most part. Like, gun skins I get. When Gears of War was selling, like, hundreds of dollars worth of gun skins, I understood that. <laughs> but they, they like, put this, like, ten-second, like, intro into the... After everything's been loaded in, where they show, like, the members of your squad and yeah. what they're wearing, and they do a little pose, and it's just like, that's the only time you really see your character, and then this specific portion here is just specifically made pretty much to show off all these other characters. Well, I think the point of the skins, even in first-person shooters, is just, like what I was saying earlier, oh, hey, look at that guy, he's beat it on Legendary, he's got 300 hours, blah, 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 like... Yep. It's just yeah, it's swinging a, around a big dick of like, look at my fucking unicorn helmet, bruh. Yeah. And, and you know what's right. Exactly. Now you just hey, pay for it. Hey, remember how I said that um, all the playlists right now are team-based? So everybody has team colors? Oh, that's fine. That's really <laughs> so good. Who the fuck ah, cares really about your good. fucking sick-ass color scheme so, that you bought? <laughs> yeah, the sick-ass color scheme you bought can't even be seen. Unless you're playing a custom game, baby. Oh <laughs> my god. And, oh, yeah. and and again with Halo, like, when you're shooting people, they, like, glow when their shield's on, and they yeah. glow in such a way that you can't fucking tell what armor pieces they're wearing anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so it's such a really silly thing <laughs> that they went so hard on these cosmetics, and I just... They don't make any sense. Listen, if the Oblivion horse armor taught me anything... <laughs> people will buy anything. People will buy the dumbest shit for no goddamn reason. And you can expect Warthog armor coming soon. Now I'm just thinking of that game, Second Life, where oh, all the content, listen, <laughs> all the DLC in Second Life is brought to you by other players. <laughs> listen, at least that like kind of makes sense because it it's does. a social room. Yeah, it at least does. people are using that to fulfill their horrible fetishes. <laughs> oh lord! <laughs> like, give them a safe space to practice that stuff. But... When they say, "Get a life." Go ahead. Get a second. I got another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what... I actually think it would be really funny if they sold Warthog and, like, tank armor cosmetics. I think but they like, will. But, like, like, you have a Transformer animation so that it covers the... So the Warthog just, like, does, like, a like an Optimus Prime transformation uh, every time a different person fucking gets in the driver's seat. No, or, or, or like, the, the, like the crackdown uh, police vehicles when you get in. Yeah! And like depending on your driving skill they just like leveled up three times. Yeah, dude. Oh, hey, look, cool. that's a Microsoft game too. No, see so what you, you go. gotta do. You get the uh, like the illusion stamp, right? Actually, can or we where... just get can we just get crackdown abilities and cars and Halo? Can we get that, Microsoft? Be, I mean, the, I mean, the, uh, I feel like that's the, just... the Warthog in this game controls just as poorly as the uh, <laughs> police SUV does, or it's so fucking floaty. Okay, controversial issue. Is the driving in Halo good? Uh, in older games, yes. yes. In this no, game, it's, it's fucking terrible. No, the, the, rear, the correct answer is no, the driving in Halo is never good. You know what? The more it's that I actually think about it, the more I agree How with you. you drive a fucking car? You should not drive a car by looking in a direction and the car's fishtailing you trying to achieve that direction. That's but that's not how you should fucking drive it's it. It's not again. how it should ha it's not how it should work, but it is funny. Okay. It is funny, but god damn, I hate it. I hate it so bad. Every time I get in a fucking Halo game, I sit in the car and it drives the same way as fucking five years ago when I picked up a Halo game. I'm like, why? 
I want to push forward to go forward and back to go backward and turn with left and right. I don't want to fucking pan my view to look around while I'm doing this. Make it the same as every other game. I don't know why you're hanging on to this stupid old way of doing things. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. One of the interesting things for me, thinking about like Halo 3 and all those games, is how long it took me to become a competent Warthog driver. I don't know how many times that I'd get in get in the Warthog, and I'd be more of a menace to my own team than I would be to the enemies. I mean, Warthog uh, team kills are just classic. Legendary. That's the best part of Halo. Legendary. They disable friendly fire. Oh yeah, there's really? also that. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there's clipping through other... Okay, that is another thing that I want to bring up, is that that is another bonkers-ass decision. So there's no enemy player collision. Now, you might be thinking <laughs> to yourself, okay, why, why does that matter? Well, <laughs> Halo is a game that is... One of the defining things about it is the melee. Yes. Uh, be, again, because the time to kill is so long, encounters getting away where on closer quarters maps, you're gonna be closer to your enemy. You're gonna bump up against them. And, you know, in games like... Yeah, like Cult, you have uh, any weapon you can bash with and yeah. there's, like, a sword and there's the shield. Hammer. Right? Yeah. yeah, shield and hammer. Like, there's tons of melee in Halo. Yeah, and in games like Battlefield and Call of Duty, the melee kills a one-hit kill. And Halo's not. It's, you know... Two hits, or if you if you knock down the person's shield, then bash them, that'll be a kill, and that's that's for, uh, that's very satisfying to do. To yes. you know, knock just pump just enough bullets to knock him down, then boom, bash him. Well, in this game, the melee combat because there's no enemy collision, it gets really wonky. And also, I don't know if you guys remember, but in Halo, when you bash somebody when you were close to them, you locked onto them a little bit when you bash them, and it made the, the you know, the close quarters combat feel, like, a lot smoother. I think that's actually a really good design decision. They removed that for this game. So I've gotten into situations where I'm next to a person, and we're both trying to bash each other, but we keep running through each other, and it just fucking doesn't work. Again, it's just, like, they took that idea from other games, was like, well, it doesn't... Let's make it so that, you know, it's smoother. You don't collide with other players, so you can, you know... Like, run through them, and you're not going to get stuck, like, around a corner if you bump into them. And it's like, no, that's actually a, a really bad thing you did. Bad game developers. Bad. Go crunch. <laughs> go continue to crunch. Yes, go continue to crunch. <laughs> the beatings won't stop until morale improves. <laughs> oh, dear lord. I do, I do want to say, though, I actually really like that about Halo's multiplayer shooter combat. Because I usually really dislike online multiplayer shooters. I'm just, I'm not into that for Counter-Strike or Call of Duty or something like that. Like, maybe every now and then I'll play one that's okay. But Halo's always been, like you said, the time to kill is so much shorter. It's not just you walk around a corner and you're dead. So much longer. It's like, okay, I see the guy, he's shooting at me. I get to shoot back and at least feel like I'm fighting this guy, even if it's not that close. And then the fact that the melee isn't a one-hit kill unless you get around behind somebody, which, you know, sure. Yeah, you should one-shot yeah. somebody if you're behind it, them. And the, ra them. the radar in that game is so generous that, you know, you actually have to crouch. To s yeah. if, if you're able to sneak up behind somebody not crouched, and, and you deserve to hit him in the back and get a kill. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's what I mean is Halo's always been a lot looser 
You know what I mean? It's not yeah. about like the tight hip fires, super uh, fantastic. <laughs> Talk to your plays. I mean, there is that as well, but it's also just like... You can speak for your... I've seen some people literally shoot the icicles off of one of the buildings and jump onto this falling icicle so they can go ahead and, and, and like, climb one level up and assassinate the person on the top I floor. Mean, well, yeah, yeah speed tactics always, tactics always exist. Yeah, there's yeah. always stupid and, shit, but if you're and, not super into it, Halo is, like, the easiest to go, like, I can play this and feel like I'm playing and not just dying. Yeah. yeah, and and one and one of the things too with the longer time to kill is that you get into a situation where if somebody else shoots first, you can still win if you're a better shot. Yeah, where that's just not usually the case in other games. No matter how good you are at shooting, if somebody starts shooting you from the side, it's probably done. Like in the time it takes you to turn around and start shooting at them, even if you get a headshot, you're still probably dead at that point. Well, there's also a yeah. lot less of the bullshit like. I remember in college, this was always a problem. Where did I get shot from? Yeah. Like, the maps are so cluttered, and people wearing ghillie suits and, like, different colors of armor that's not actually standing out at all and shit, and it's just like, okay, where did I die from? Yeah, and people just, like, crouching in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Halo's always been definitely a bit more focused on making these things intelligible. I mean, they have the, the warning... Like, it shows you which direction you're coming from based on the, the red yeah. Um, where, yeah, where, like, damage. Direction you're getting shot from. Yeah, like, the sniper rifle has a trail. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, every shot from the sniper rifle is a tracer shot. Yeah. Who designed that sniper rifle? <laughs> Someone? No, yeah. no, no. Whoever designed that sniper rifle is a genius because fuck sniper yeah. Fox Lakers. Like, okay, in the yeah. universe, they're an idiot. In the game development studio, genius. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I thought you meant the game developer. I'm like, no, no, no. no. Good game dev decision. <laughs> like, honestly, that's 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 one of those decisions I really respect. Because you, you know that a bunch of people who only like to snipe people are just pissed <laughs> that yeah. the sniper rifle leaves a trail. But, I mean, you also got, like, a super rapid-fire sniper rifle. In Halo. Yeah. But again, like it I think... It doesn't have an unlimited clip, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, again, four quick fucking shots. Yeah. And again, that's just going back to, like, you know, Halo is a close-quarters combat game at its core, I think. Yeah, like, oh, a lot more well, so than other that's, ones. That's one of its core components, but the other core component is larger, big-team maps. Like, yes. big-team battle has been a thing yeah. since the... Since onset of Halo multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. Sure, but like, like, you know, I think about like Blood, Blood, I think Blood Gulch. Blood is a Gulch. big map. Yeah, Blood but Gulch I think about huge. when do I die in Blood Gulch? I don't usually die in Blood Gulch to like. Sniper fire? Like long range fire of any sort. It's usually like, yeah, there's large areas. <laughs> it's usually like me getting run over by a warthog driven by a teammate. It is usually. <laughs> it, is usually it is often vehicle related. On yeah, Blood that's Gulch. something that's interesting is if I think about it now. The number one thing, uh, you know, unless I was facing some some crack sniper ace, you know, whose whose thumbs have been borrowed from the gods, uh, usually what would happen is if I get sniped, it's just literally pushing me into cover. So smart level designs will take that, in, you know, like, there will be a clear areas of risk versus reward of, okay, I need to sprint across this area, I might get sniped, I might make it to the end, I might not. Um, meanwhile... Yeah, the sniper's much yeah. more of a suppressive weapon in Halo yeah. than an actual, like, killing tool. Yeah, you need to headshot somebody and one-shot them with yeah. that, and that's not the easiest to do. No. It's when, you know, people are in vehicles or jumping all over the place. Oh, yeah. So. Well, it depends on the vehicle. Some vehicles are pretty easy to headshot of. So, anyway, Halo Infinite. Let's uh, sum it up. I still have it installed, so if you guys want to play any, uh, 
I, it's, it feels like they did a, they wanted to make their own mark on this game to really like change it up. And I think they just made all the wrong decisions. And it sounds like they made a lot of decisions to bring it in line with other popular shooters, which... Yeah, it feels like they had no confidence in what they were making. Yeah, but that's not why people liked Halo. Yeah, but at the same time, Halo Infinite is supposed to be, like, the last Halo game or whatever, right? Where it's oh, people, supposed to be Oh, people always out. say that didn't, shit. Yeah, I know, but... Didn't Bungie themselves say that at Halo 3? I don't fucking know, man. Well, but... Bungie said that Destiny was going to be, a, like, a 10-year platform that they would continue building on, and they, you know, they, they wouldn't too. release sequels. Yeah. They would just continue <laughs> building on this one game. Destiny 2 came out. Yeah. Well, anyway, from, like, a creation and business decision... I can kind of see why they would want to do that with, like, hey, we're going to make a longevity game, and in order to keep people playing a game, it has to have a really good multiplayer. You can't just, like, rely on your single player. And, oh, all these people who are still playing first-person shooters, this is the kind of thing they're already shooting. Like, if they're not playing Halo, they're playing these things, so let's try and steal some of their audience. And then, depending on how people react to that, we'll tweak things as we go forward, kind of this thing. This just yeah. seems like a long and painful race to the bottom. I mean, you know, what you're saying here, what you're saying, what you're saying sounds exactly like how Santa opened up this segment, where he said that this I game... I should have been playing anime bullshit? No, <laughs> no, where you said that this game feels like it was just the most designed by committee game you've ever played. Yeah, in recent memory, yeah. It definitely sounds like, here's a super broad offering, let's see what happens, then we'll focus on what worked. If this goes well. I suppose. I mean... I'm still excited for the campaign. It's still... Honestly. Yeah. yeah. It's still, like, it's still so fresh, I could easily see the game completely changing a year from now. That's what I mean. But, so, back to the campaign. Hell yeah, Halo campaign. Yeah, well, like, Halo campaigns has always been amazing. Like, I remember... Yeah. I played through the Halo 4 campaign with you on yep. Legendary in one sitting. Yep. That's how I played that oh, game's it campaign. So good. It was so fucking cool. It was so good. Uh, and so, like, I'm I'm excited for the campaign, and that's an instance where uh, they say they're gonna they're trying to do something different. They're trying to make it a bit more open uh, with where you're going and what you're doing. That seems to be what the marketing and messaging has uh, pointed towards. Why? Because. The one of the things that Halo was like really lauded for was the fact that it was a more open campaign in the beginning. It wasn't more open in in, in terms of non-linearity. It was more open. It was fucking big, and there were vehicles. Sure. So building on that, okay, we got this thing. One of our defining features that's big, and we got a bunch of vehicles. Well. People and people like it because it's open. Well, maybe we make it more open and see how that goes. And hopefully that works out well. Uh, uh, I won't really care all that much because the co-op multi, the co-op campaign isn't coming until later. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you can't co-op the, the regular single player? Uh, not until later, I believe. That's ridiculous. It's either, it's either you can't co-op it or you can't split-screen that's co-op it. I'm pretty sure you can't co-op it. That's literally later. the main reason I like the Halo campaigns. Yeah. Hopefully that the co-op comes out before my Game Pass uh, trial runs out. <laughs> because I mean, fuck, fuck if I paid 80 bucks for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's like, well, I just bought the Master Chief Collection. If I want to play Halo, I'll play that Halo. Yeah, like, like I, I'm actually really curious, because a lot of what I'm saying, like, again, I 
the last Halo I played was Halo 4. That was quite a while ago. Maybe I'm completely misremembering how those games plays. I don't think no, I, I think am, so. but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm definitely... I'll definitely play the campaign with you, for sure. I mean, it's a Halo campaign. Halo yeah. campaigns are meant to be played with friends. You can't totally. play alone. Like, I'm, st- I'm pretty sure I still have never seen or listened to all of the story of any single Halo game, except maybe two, just because I'm always playing with someone else who's already seen the cutscenes, and I always miss them. <laughs> I want, I've never right. given enough of shit to go back in my mind and be like, hey, so who was Gravemind again? What the fuck is this? What's happening? Why is he speaking in iambic pentameter? Yeah, and it's just like, nah, that's fine, I got my bud, we're gonna go shoot stuff, and we're gonna play Lasso or something like that. And, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the new campaign. Maybe I'll finally have to learn the Halo story. <laughs> There's a long series of books that could get you uh, up oh, to speed dear, if you want. No. <laughs> don't tempt me, I'm super in audiobooks right now, and I don't need to listen to Halo, Halo you audiobooks. Can, you, it, it's okay. Brian David Gilbert read them all for you, so you don't have to read them. And then he made a, like, what, one a half he hour? Made a, he made a book hour? report for everyone. It was like a one hour long video or something. Between yeah. 30 and 60 minutes of just book review, book report. Book report. That sounds like about all the content of every Halo book I could imagine. He, he made, yeah. Oh, it's, I've it's actually, real good. I've actually read the first Halo book, and it's, like, it's not bad, um, but it's kind of actually hilarious that like it's very much like it paints it paints the UNSC as basically super monstrous evil. yeah which you wouldn't get you don't get it all from the game oh so the, the books are more like 40k grimdark than bright funny badass of the video games that's yeah, so like here's the master chief yeah, well, he's the, the best super soldier that ever lived in the games hoorah baby yeah and then the books are like Here's a child we abducted and indoctrinated into the U.S. military, into the U.N.S.C., and gave, like, you know... And grafted cybernetic enhancements. Grafted cybernetic enhancements, too. And most of them died or got maimed, but, hey, he lived, and he's awesome. Yeah, most of them died in the process, and then the ones that survived, the rest of them died, except for him. Yeah. So, all... So, like, he had no... He was ripped from his family as a child, then... His like new family he, died. His new fa- his, yeah, his new family of other super soldiers, which were like only like 5 or 10% of the surviving class. Then they all died. His they ascent died. to attain the mantle was walked upon a mountain of skulls, and but, here he is. And then eventually his blue computer wife would betray him. Yeah. That's Halo, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, super. <laughs> super dark. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> you, you don't know what you don't know what they grafted them. <laughs> yeah, we all know the answer to the the eternal question, but I'm not going to bring it up. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you want a fun ass game to play, play Donut County. It's on Game Pass. It was an hour and a half. It, it, I've it, seen it. It looks very fun. It's I have down, seen it. It's downright pleasant. You play as a yep. raccoon that's fucking up a town by eating all their stuff into a hole. Amazing. Yep. It's like Katamari, yep. except... Except you're just sucking stuff into it's a hole. more coherent. No, it's reverse Katamari. Instead of, like, growing into a big thing, it just goes into nothing. Yeah, but the hole gets bigger. The hole does get bigger. Shit, it's very it's cool. You start off, like, sucking up little pebbles, and then you're just like, I'm gonna eat this car. Black hole Katamari. Yeah. And it's got some fun writing. It, it, it was a downright pleasant time. There you go. All right, nobody was, all right, nobody was talking for that. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> There's the end of that.
<laughs> sure. That's hilarious. Okay. Where, where do we go from? I told you I had a rant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we can probably wrap this one up. Then. Yeah, I think so. This is the Halo Infinite I review. I mean, we intro this as a podcast of multiple things, so we might have to re-edit the intro, but... No, we'll just, in the outro, just be like, Oh, well, that was a good hour. So, you know, fuck, we're doing the next thing on the next one. Sure. Do we want to do that? I mean, it sounds like we just did it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much what this is. This all stays in. Even the claps. It all stays in. Fuck, I'm not editing this for shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the Angry Sun Zone podcast that I'm out trying now, for whatever reason, because I'm just taking this over. You know how it is. Uh, that was going to be Halo plus something else, but we forgot that we all actually liked Halo and have different experiences enjoying it, and Santa likes ragging on new things, so we got to enjoy that as well. As well as free-to-play bullcrap. So we'll probably talk about that other thing that we mentioned that I totally remember in the next episode that I'm on, which is definitely going to be recorded and coming out. And we're putting that on our editor, and I'm looking in the eyes right now, giving him the, the wink and the nod that, yeah, that's got to be ready next week, man. You can't just sit on that. Because it's going to be some hot shit. Well, that's, that, it's, it's going to be in the can before I go to the can. <laughs> so long as that can, can is a separate can. Remember, guys, if you feel like trash, don't feel bad. Because it's trash can, not and trash can. always be on. Halo Infinite instead. I love, I love how we made this episode and we introed our, our super special guest. And then I ranted for an hour. Ah, that's fine. <laughs> I was there. I was talking. Present, accounted for. Yeah, as opposed to listening and going, shut the fuck up, I want to talk over you. It's like, oh, I can actually do that now. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Souls is overrated. We'll fight. <laughs> All right, well, All right. look forward to the next episode where we, uh, we're probably going to argue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. No, I'm gonna go poop. You have fun. Gentlemen, <laughs> it's obvious. We're not doing a stinger. We're doing a needler. <laughs> so it's a good night.